Kamusta po kayo? Kamusta po? Ah, magaganda at gwapo pa rin to, ano? Yung iba po, hindi hindi po tumatanda. Same pa din ang itsura. Buti pare-pareho tayo. Okay. I am very excited today because um, this is actually my, my first time that I'm going to talk about a topical preaching. Most of the time, kapag ako po ay nagsasalita, it's more of um, expositional or exegetical. But today, I wanted to give you some topics that you can talk about after, after this service, you know. Si Lola Paulinasan. Hello. Love you, Lola. <laughs> si Lola daw, 78. Sabi ko, hindi ko ako naniniwala. Kayo po ay, ano, parang 77 lang. <laughs> Worship in spirit and in truth. Where we get that praise? Worship in spirit and in truth. That's the topic that we're gonna talk about today. So John 4, John chapter 4, verse 24 Sabi po rin is, God is spirit and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. So I wanted to spend exegetically on this text, but since we have limited time today, I will skip it and just spend a few minutes and there go straight to make a topical teaching on worship. And I will give 13 statements um, on worship. Sana mapagkasa natin. Ano? This will give you plenty Time to talk about over lunch and when you have your small group Bible study or when you get home and spend time with your family. So let's get started. First, let's see where we get this praise in the title of our topic or talk for today. In John's Gospel, kung saan po natin makikita ang mga salitang ito, meron po tayong makikita at mababasa ng mga usapan o conversation sa dalawang chapter. Yung book of John, between John chapter 3 and John chapter 4. Yung John chapter 3, ang usapan ng ating Panginoon Jesus, I see, sino yung kasama na dun? You must be saved, you must be born again. Sino yung tao na kausap niya? Si Nicodemus. He is a religious leader. Tama? And in John chapter 4, si Jesus has this conversation with an immoral Samaritan woman, if you... Remember, no? Kung saan matatandaan niyo po, napag-usapan natin to mga ilang taon na po na rin nakaraan, na narito po ako na napatungkol sa barriers of worship. If you could still remember yung, yung topic po natin na yan. As you can notice, napaka-opposite po ng dalawang usapan na naganap sapagkat yung isa, immoral Samaritan na babae. At yung isa naman, isang religious leader. And yet, one of the remarkable things that we see by this pair of conversation is that both these people fundamentally have the same need. Both must be saved by the coming of the Messiah. So let's turn particularly to John chapter 4. It's the second conversation Jesus is talking to the woman on the well, and he said this famous verse, 4.23 to 24. But the hour is coming and, and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him, here we go, must worship Him in spirit and in 
truth. Now, alam po natin na maraming beses na po natin itong narinig na basa o nagamit. If you po, if uh, if ito pong pag-aaralan natin, marami na pong mga scholars na ang nagpahayag ng kanilang pananaw at panasalitang sa spirit at sa salitang truth. At pareho naman po itong napaliwanag, napaihayag, na-explain ng mabuti at lahat naman po ito ay maganda. When you worship in spirit, Sabi po kasi, some people, pag binabasa nila ito in their small group, Bible study or Sunday school, very often, maririnig nyo po itong sinasabi nila. When you worship in spirit, means you have to get really into it. You have to feel it emotionally. And to worship in truth, means you need to be sincere in your worship. Well, we can say that both, both of these statements can be true. I don't think na hindi ito ang sinasabi ng Panginoong Yesus sa ating nabasa kanina. Sa tingin ko, it's, ito ay subjective para sa ating generation today na nakafocus on how we experience something. I think what Jesus is teaching here was fundamentally that there is one quality, not two. There's one quality, but not two. One quality that's needed for worship to be acceptable, and that is worship in spirit and in truth. This one. Especially in teaching of John's gospel, you will never see spirit in truth separated. I think when Jesus is talking about spirit and in truth, he means that the spirit, not us, but the Holy Spirit, na ipapahayag dito sa gospel na spirit of the truth. You'll see in that chapter 14, 15, and 16, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the truth about Jesus Christ, is the center of Christian worship of the kind of worship here that God is said to be seeking. So, to, so the call to worship in spirit and in truth is clearly an attack on false understanding of worship like this woman, yung kausap niya, yung Samaritan. Ano? But if you look at Jesus' response to the woman, it's not on the place but when he said in spirit and in truth, he is focused on that person. Yes, that they might know God, but also on how must come to God, and that is only in spirit and in truth. You know, John Piper says that God is glorified when we are most satisfied in him. You see, you cannot worship God without honoring Jesus and acknowledging to yourself that you are satisfied in him as the truth. Jesus is the focus of our worship. That's we find in the book of Hebrews as well, that everything is focused on Jesus. And this is what is it's in the gospel of John, na sinasabi na worship in spirit and in truth. So God, the truth, the word became flesh, it's Jesus. So we must come to God through Jesus. Now let's take a look at the 13th statement about Worship in spirit and in truth. So there are a lot of statements that we, that we can say that it's true about worship. And I don't want to um, focus particularly on private worship. Pero pag-uusapan din natin ito, not only on family worship, that which is very import, important topic, but particularly on public or corporate worship and what we're doing. No? Dahil alam ko, marami sa inyo, ito ang katanungan natin. That we should try to look at more carefully some may disagree with this and needed to convince neither one of this statement or marahil hindi ito masyadong nabigyan ng pansin sa pagtuturo. Hindi ako magpapakatagal. So, 
Let's, let's go with this. Number one, God cares about how he worships. It's clear in the Old Testament and the New Testament, God cares about the heart. And yes, but He cares more than the heart. He cares what actually what we do and how we approach. In John chapter 4, verse 23, did you know that this is the only time in the Bible where God is seeking such people to worship Him? Right? Basahin niyo po yung Bible. This is the only time that He said this. God's desire is clearly throughout the Bible. From from his casting out Adam and Eve in the garden to the assurance that no one impure will be, heavenly, uh, will be in the heavenly city at the end. From the destruction that comes from Israel, from worshiping the golden calf to the concern in the New Testament. About how many Christians were to and were not to, be, to behave when they came to the Lord in the Lord's Supper in the assemblies generally. From the first commandment about having no other gods. The whole book of Malachi, the book of Romans 12, it is clearly that God cares how he is approached. Number two, worship is fundamentally about God. Worship is in spirit and in truth is about God. It's all about him. Worship is not about us. It's not about how we feel. You can't find an excellent corporate worship until you stop trying to find excellent worship. Her worship must focus on the cross. Worship in spirit and in truth is actually referring to God himself. Number three. Worship involves our whole lives. Worship involves more than music. We are created to worship him with our whole lives, living our whole lives in response in the good news of Jesus Christ. Music does not define our worship. <laughs> in Romans 12, chapter 1, verse 2, makikita nyo po yan. Yan ang heart of worship. Alam nyo po yung sinabi sa Romans 12, 1, I beseech you, brethren, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. That's the heart of worship. Number four. Worship is fundamentally hearing and responding to God's word. Okay, let me be clear. I don't think that we just had time of worship and now we are not. Kanina, nagkanta tayo, tapos ngayon, hindi na. In Old Testament and New Testament, worship is not an experience. Rather, it's hearing, understanding, considering, and responding. Worship is not one part of our program together, but the whole of it. From the beginning na pumunta ka sa church, you step on uh, in that, parang yung ground natin, on that ground. You, you're actually worshiping God already. By shaking hands of the people around you. It's not simply the musical portion. But in fact, it is the preaching of the world. It's the word. It is the central to this worship. Sincerity is not sufficient for biblical worship, but it is necessary for it. As Christians, we want to engage our whole being with God, the revelation of himself, and we and what he revealed himself in the Bible. This is why we never, as Christians, want to pit the personal relationship with God against propositional truth about God. We have the personal relationship by virtue of God Revealing truth about himself and about us, about Christ. 
apart from truth, there is no relationship. Number five. Worship involves our will and our emotions. We need to realize that understanding is first and then decision based on the understanding and then emotion follows. In love, there is emotion, right? But involves will to pursue. Not just you feel something and then, I love you. I love you too. And then, tapos na after a few weeks and months. Dapat hindi kayo ganun, Henry, ah. <laughs> It's our obedience and service to God. That's how you can translate worship. Amen? Yes. Number six. So public worship should be distinguished from private worship. I think there's a legitimate distinct to be made between what is appropriate in Christian service and in Christian or in private Christian service. The scripture says that everything we do, we do it for the glory of God. But it doesn't mean that we do it in church, so to speak. Hindi sa lahat ng bagay na ginagawa mo on private at maari mo ring gawing public. Diba? Here, in church, we have this uh, communion. We have this offering. Alam mo naman, pagdating sa bahay, sasabihin mo sa pamilya mo, mag-offering tayo. So, that's different. Right? Okay, ikaw mag-isa, nag-communion ka mag-isa. So, you see the, the difference? In public, the elements are, anong ginagawa natin? Like prayer, singing, reading the word of God, preaching the word, baptism, Lord's Supper. Diba? Kanina. So, dapat magkaiba po yun. I mean, hindi sila laging pareho. Number seven. Public service is the business of the church assembled. So, what we do, not quite so much on when and where we do it. What we do is the point. Yung ginagawa po natin. We are one, I warned, not to forget the regular assembled. Diba? Sabi po sa Hebrews 10.25, to have a public worship in order to do this, we must congregate. If we don't congregate, there is no congregation. So the time and place for congregating are not prescribed in the New Testament. In the same way, so sa Old Testament, ganun din. As you can see in the book of Hebrews, but there is when when, when, the, when the, where the Christians are always met, meron, sinabi, ano, tuwing kailan? First day of the week. ba? Ever since when the first day of the week, ever since the resurrection, because that was the great time, and when the first fruit of the great final resurrection began, and in the celebration, the Christians immediately started meeting yung Lord's Day na tinatawag. That's on the first day of the week. Number eight. So public worship should edify the congregation. So let's let's read First Corinthians chapter twelve. Um, masyado mahaba ito. Actually, I want you to read that later on after this discussion. I want to encourage you to read First Corinthians twelve to fourteen. But let's read Hebrews ten twenty five instead. Okay. Do you have the verse? Okay, let's, let's read it. Not neglecting to meet together, 
as it in the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. It's clearly, clearly, sinabi sa Bible na not to forget this day. No, this is like the, the most important day of the week. There's no other week na mas importante, kahit yung quincenas katapusan o sweldo nyo. <laughs> this is like the, sabi, may, there, there's a song na, Better is one day in your courts, better is one day in your house, better is one day in your courts than thousand elsewhere. Wow, it's a very, very powerful song. Number nine. Public worship is not based on a certain musical style. We want to help in celebrating God's beauty and glory by music, not dividing it. Diba? The, God, the God we sing about should excite us more than the music we use that sometimes distracts us. Music should serve the truth, not truth serving the music. Yeah, I, I just told this yesterday about, um, you know, yung, mga, yung worship team natin to. There are times that they would play really, really loud and they wanted to hear everybody how they play. Ang, ang sabi ko, the, the truth, dapat, or the music should serve the truth, not the other way around. Kasi mas importante po yung sinasabi ng, ng, ng kanta kesa sa tinutugtog namin mga musicians. So let's try to think that we can do to, do to to do it, bring glory to God, and not simply to think of things that we ourselves prefer, not our preferred music. Okay? Okay, number 10. So worship is not something, oh, passive, passivity, passivity is always inappropriate in worship. So worship is not something you watch. Hindi yung parang nag-worship ka and then very passive, diba? Parang, okay, tagal naman. <laughs> worship is something that you do. Okay. Uh, let me excuse kung ano yung sasabihin ko. Boring sermon? No problem. Okay lang yun. Compare to the this interested listeners. If the sermon is boring, so that's my fault. But if you're not getting anything out of it, that's your fault. <laughs> do, you have, do you understand the responsibility there? We have the responsibility when we come together to be active. We don't want to be passive. Compared to the amazing reaction of Moses and Job, if you're going to read the Bible, how every time they would meet the Lord, Ezekiel, Thomas, all fall down, man. But look at the service today. We have acted as if casualness is the height of the intimacy, intimacy with God. Like, what are you doing? I'm very intimate with God. Wow. Just quiet. Be quiet. And that is not what the Bible presents at all. We need to encounter the true God and the real God. I encourage you, guys. You don't have to like be a 
exp- uh, parang expressive like you know me and of course the worship leaders here says or maybe Henry kapag talaga kumakanta kami umiyak pa kami may tissue kami kailangan so but somehow you should be active ba kung nahiya ka di ganun mo lang konti oh. lord pa, pa, para sa ito lord <laughs> so hindi mo kailangan baka may mga tao na medyo nahiya kasi may mga ganung personality and then we we cannot blame them kung sa kanila yun ang pinaka height ng kanilang emotion Yes, Lord. Para <laughs> matuwa ka na. No? A- ako ba, I'm very emotional uh, na tao. No? Um, people might misunderstood me of being strong. But sometimes, if I'm in the back and seeing people just raising their hands, I, 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 I do cry. I don't know. Maybe it's because um, na, na, yung feeling na, oh, you are in awe that people are worshiping the true God. Number 11. Corporate worship is worth preparing for. So in Exodus 19, sa, sa Bible po, that's in Old Testament, page 378. The Lord, <laughs> so the Lord gives the people three days in advance. In advance notice for His coming to meet Moses. Diba yung... Yung binigay niya doon sa Mount Sinai. Binigay niya yung, uh, yung Ten Commandments. Nakakatawa kasi nun. <laughs> Pagka, kwentong, ano lang, maikling kwento lang. When Moses is doing that, uh, meeting with the Lord, tapos pababa siya, ano? Ano, pagka, actually yung Bible, pag binasa mo, ano eh, very entertaining din eh. Nung nakita niyo yung mga tao, nag-worship doon sa calf. Imagine, Paano ko ba sabihin? Parang ang hina ng isip ng mga tao, pwede ka naman bumuo ng lion o kaya tiger, pero calf. Diba? Parang, ooh, ang laki ng calf. Parang, diba pag nakakita ka ng lion o kaya nakakita ka ng tiger, pwede mo talaga sambil para wow. Pero yun, calf. Tapos nagalit si Moses, sabi niya, ah, so ano ginawa niya? Diba? Binagsak niya, binato niya. Tapos napakamat siya ng ulo. Ah, balik siya sa taas kasi gagawa na naman siya. <laughs> Masaya nyo. Masaya nyo. Talaga, sabi nyo, dapat di ko na ginawa. Akad sa ulit. So, yun, gumawa na naman siya. Gumawa sila ng Panginoon. So, so what are the ways we do in church for preparing public worship throughout the week? Ano ba mga ginagawa natin? Di ba, minsan yung print ng sermons, uh, kung meron kayong mga pinamimigay. And uh, what we do is reading the scripture in advance. This is my May habit ko, uh, habit na, or ha, ano ko na, parang nakasanayan ko na ito. Um, every time na we would sing songs from church, na ito yung lineup ko, I would, I would read the scriptures. Babasahin ko kung ano ba yung sinabi na song na ito. Ano ba sinabi sa Bible. That's how I prepare myself as, as a worship leader. Now, if I'm going to, I'm not going to, parang schedule to, to lead the worship, I will make sure ano yung topic. And then in advance, Babasa ako. Not, not to critic the pastor na, mm, But actually, I, I wanted to have this feeling na meron ka ng appetizer and you, you'll get excited kasi alam mo na yung topic. Parang, and then mag-agree ka lang, yes, yes, yes. So yun yung reason kung ba't tinagawa yung topic. Hindi lang para maging interested ka o parang mag, mag-invite ka ng mga people. Oh, ganda ng topic namin. Actually, this is also for you. Diba? On a Saturday night, what do you do before corporate worship? 
kagabi. So, worship team, nag-practice sila. No? Uh, I'm sure um, some of you also know na darating po ako at you know the topic. Yung iba, excited kasi iba, madami na po akong kaibigan. But I hope more than that, nagpe-prepare ka kasi you want to know God through scriptures. Okay? Napag-isipan niyo na po ba yun? So I hope pag-isipan niyo yun, mamaya at pwede niyo pag-usapan niyo. Number 12. True Christian worship service will attract non-Christians. Hmm. Medyo mag... Uh, I'll be very careful with this. Pero let me, let me try to explain it. I'm not suggesting seeker-sensitive service. I am suggesting seeker-sensitive lives where people come together as authentic human beings and followers of Christ. We do know that we, attract, we, we are attracted to those people that God is drawing. So what Paul says in 2 Corinthians 2, 15 and 16, ano sabi doon? For we are the aroma of Christ to God. We are the aroma. Diba? Unless yung aroma, it's hindi mabang. Diba? Among those who are being saved, and among those who are perishing, oh, so, mga tao sa labas, not saying we're not perishing. Now. I mean, yung mga, basta, the community, to one a fragrance from death to death, to other as a fragrance from life to life. It's very clear. Right? To the other, a fragrance from life to life. Who is sufficient for these things? Peter says in 1 Peter 2, keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when, you, when, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. I hope you don't misunderstand or misunderstood me here. What I'm saying is to pattern your corporate worship on scripture, not by program driven. That will be one of the best picture of the gospel you can give your unbelieving friends. That's you know what I believe. This doesn't mean that we want everything happy and clappy all the time. Hindi naman po laging ganun ano. Uh, or just hype. Or full of, uh, like ko sinasabi to, yung pixie dust. Like, hmm, just, ba? Meron akong, yun sa church, <laughs> well, uh, minsan may mga program kami na meron kaming binubuhos na confetti. So, minsan okay, minsan hindi. Dep- depende po talaga. And it's not, I hope na hindi yun ang nagpapa-attract sa tao. Not because we have fireworks. We do have fireworks, actually. For for real, we we have those, you know. So, why do we do that, Pastor Ben? <laughs> so, we have lights and effects and everything. In our church, um, we have those things, but we, 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 I'm not saying that that would be applicable to this church. No. Kaya sinasabi ko, it's not about the style of music. It's not about the style of program. I believe if you are a gospel-centered church, you will never be out of style. So, what we need, honesty in our service, diba? about struggles, about sin, about God hates sin, about our joys, and about the light of eternity. 
No, if you go to a church and wala nang sinasabi kundi you will be blessed, you will be blessed, you will be blessed. You have to be careful. No, kasi uh, the Bible doesn't just talk about blessings. Actually, the Bible talks about many times about the wrath of God. Many times. I just told this I told this yesterday to my to my friends, no. Na sa, sa Amos, book of Amos. The people are singing for God. You know what God responds to them? I hate your singing. You're, you're playing instrument. You think I don't know what you're thinking? What's, your, what's in your heart, inside your heart? Galit si, si God. No? And here we are. Uh, some churches will, will just tell you about blessing and, and you will feel good and you'll be healed. And that's not good. Actually, I, I mean, that's not bad. That's all good. But I hope that as we come together as Christians, we will tell everything about the scriptures. Okay? Last. This is also my, my first time that sabi ko, why not? Ano, uh, let's do like three different messages. Usually, I, I, what I do is, Saturday, sa mga youth, same yung sinasabi ko po sa inyo. It's just different approach. But I, when, when I saw the need, sabi ko, I was, lagi ako nandun sa SFCC, and I, I think this is the time for, for the people to hear this kind of uh, parang reminder. I'm not saying you, you don't know about this. It's just a reminder. So number 13. And by the way, if you are available this afternoon, iba po ang topic ko. Pwede kayong pumunta ulit. Doon kayo sa overflow naman. Pwede kayong mag-antay doon sa... Uh, my topic is the, what happens when we sing. So, di ba? Parang sunod-sunod, no? Para sinadya ko yun para mag-stay kayo the whole day sa church. <laughs> Yesterday, we talked about trials and temptation. And then, that's for the youth. And then we, we, now we're talking about worship in spirit and in truth. And then mamaya, as we sing, what happens, really, when we sing? What okay. So number 13. promote So corporate worship, this is last. Corporate worship is your, my future. If you're truly a Christian, Corporate worship is your future. Worship in earth is a preparation for worship in heaven. Lagi na nating naririnig yan, alam ko po. But again, uh, our worship doesn't box into just singing. Okay. Throughout the scriptures, God say saying about his reigning revelation. Revelation 21 verse 16. Basahin ko po ah. The city lies four square, its length the same as it the width, its width. And he measured the city with his rod twelve thousand stadia or stadia. Its length and width and height are equal. So pag pinasa mayan, parang ba meron jan. Contractor ba si Jan o meron siyang kasamang arkitekto? Ano ba yan? Kung nakita ni Juan ito na cube, that's cube. Diba? Para sa mga architect, I'm sure you know this, and engineers. No? Naisip mo ba kung bakit hugis cube? 
Meron ba kayong naisip na lang sa cube? Sabi sa Bible. So what else in the Bible na hugis cube na lugar? Sip. Ha? The holies of holies. Galing na na. Old Testament. The place of God. Listen. Holies of holies. The, in the Old Testament, the, what is holies of holies? Yung, yung temple. The place of God. Special presence. The Ark of the Covenant. In the middle of the temple, right? The same. The only difference is in the past, only the priest could do it. Diba yung, yung priest lang pumapasok? And only once a year. Diba? And that's just a model. And now, all of us, God's people, magkakasama. We could do this. Diba? We'll be able to do it forever. And for real, as we come to live inside the holies of holies with God Himself. Imagine. Imagine. Parang, kasama natin si Lord na sa holies of holies yeah. Doesn't mean na, na parang puro ganun na lang sa heaven. Baka <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> naman sa heaven, boring naman dito. So, that's, that's not my point. What, what I'm saying is, God, the holies of holies, very holy, parang, Indescribable. Indescribable. Tapos you were there. You are there inside of it. Imagine that. So friends, this is our great hope. In the Bible, the story of a man begins in the garden and ends with the city of God. Genesis to Revelation. And it is the city full of glorious presence of God. And it's full of you and me. We worship Him in spirit and in truth. If you are a Christian, corporate worship is you and my future. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord. We just honor you today, God. We feel your presence. We believe what you said in the scripture is all true. And that is our hope. We want to seek you more through the gospel of Christ. And the gospel is about you. From Genesis to Revelation, it's not about us. It's all about you. And as we come every time that we have this opportunity, to come together, to meet with you, I pray, Lord, that you will take the initiative to meet us. Maraming maraming salamat po. You love us, not because hanggang doon lang natapos. You want to love us for your glory. You want to love us so we could see your glory. Maraming maraming salamat po sa umagang ito. I dedicate this time to you, Lord. Dedicate these people as, as they um, study about what we just talked about today. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.